Hello and welcome to Talk Ag to Me, the podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. I'm your host, Brian Black, and today's episode is going to be dedicated to the World Ag Expo, the largest exposition of agriculture in the entire world. And here to talk about this uh, topic with me, I have uh, Jennifer Fox, and I'm going to allow her to introduce herself here. Thank you. Hey, I'm Jennifer. I'm the marketing manager at the International Agri Center and World Ag Expo. So I get to work on things like our advertising, work with our sales team, and deal with media. So thank Great. you for coming in today and doing a podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, thank you for, uh, for having me here. So um, kind of what I wanted to get uh, as far as this episode goes, just kind of like a, um, a look back into what the World Bag Expo really is, where it came from, how far it's come, and if you can give us a little bit of information about what's going to be going on in this year's World Bag Expo because it's coming up in a couple weeks here. So that'd yeah. be great. So. Okay. All right. Well, some history. Um, so the Tulare Show started with in 1968. That was the very first show. Mm-hmm. But it actually started, the process started a couple of years before that. There were some, uh, some local business people and farmers that went up to the Calusa Show here mm-hmm. in California. And they're about a week before uh, when our show is now, and they're still going strong. Um, they went up and they said, God, this is a nice show. We could do this. Mm-hmm. And so they came back and worked for two years with the chamber and interested business people, lots of volunteers, and many, there's a number that are still volunteering today, which is awesome. It's a dedicated group. Um, And just said, we could do this. And they started as a field and row crop show. Okay. And uh, started it at the Tulare Fairgrounds. Um, It got the uh, nickname of the Mud Bowl sometimes (laughs) because it was often rainy and muddy, but the team had actually planned it that way. Mm. They looked at the farmer's almanac and said, when is the rainiest time that we can get farmers out of the field and then get them to have time to come and look at new innovations and what's going to help them next? So that was really the start. It went through a couple of main changes. In 1982, we actually moved out here to the current showgrounds, and the International Agri Center 501c3 was uh, created and then kept going and growing. And in 2001, because it had become so much more... It's such a bigger show with more international influence. It was renamed to the World Ag Expo, and okay. that's how we've been known since. Awesome. So um, you said that it started at the Tulare Fairgrounds, and that it was kind of just a way of getting farmers out of the field and looking at the new equipment, the new technology, and that kind of stuff. When did it start attracting the attention of people from outside Tulare and even outside of California and the United States? Honestly, really qu- uh, reading through the history pretty much right away. There were people that were interested um, pretty soon, and that's why they had a two-year run-up to the first show, is Mm -hmm. really getting that promotion out and uh, encouraging folks to come. But as it kept growing um, and just becoming very responsive to the needs of exhibitors and attendees, it just kept growing and became a great place to come and attracted people not only from all over the country but all over the world yeah and so it's fun to look back at in our in our museum actually we have clippings from newspapers i've run through a couple of those and it's interesting to see the progression and the quotes and and just the interest from everywhere yeah no it's really cool to see all the different countries that you know come to this thing i was talking to a guy from from sweden a couple years ago about swedish agriculture and um, I had Australian exchange students, and they were like, this is the place where the World Ag Expo goes on. I was like, you know about the World Ag Expo? It's like, everyone knows about the World Ag right. Expo. So, yeah, it's kind of just cool to see all that it, happen. It really is. I went on a, um, I went to the National Agri Marketing Association boot camp in Kansas City this summer, and I had my tag on, and it said International Agri Center, which people don't recognize that as much as right. World Ag Expo, but it said Tulare. And so the farmer who's farmer at said, 
oh my gosh, that's where that show is. I have always wanted to go to that show. Have you ever been? And I said, actually, I work there. That's what this is. But please come. We'd love to have you. And right. it's, it's just nice to hear that and hear good things. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so you said that it started out as more of like, a, like an equipment base and it was a, a row crop uh, mm-hmm. base show. It's kind of, I mean, for the most part, there's still a lot of equipment there, but it's kind of expanded a little bit since then. Um, yeah. Can you kind of talk about what you know, sure. what what uh, how that progression has really advanced, and, yeah. and how they added new like new technology and and like the presenters they have and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Absolutely, it's really grown out of what's going on in agriculture and the changes. And we know living in this area, the focus was there used to be a lot more cotton in mm-hmm. the field, a lot more row crops in that way. But we've we've been progressing to more tree trees, whether right. it's nuts or fruit or different things. Uh, dairy is still very strong here, but has changed mm. um, over the last 10 years. So the show really does respond to that as well and to, to, to new technology coming in and making, hopefully always making uh, the process easier, more profitable. Mm. Um, we know there's some labor shortage questions always <laughs> going around. So um, decreasing, unfortunately, decreasing the number of people you need to employ. Mm. If you look at that from an employee, uh, employment standpoint, but making it more realistic for our farmer to continue to do business is really what the show's about. Gotcha. And so as the industry has expanded, the show has expanded. And so every time there's something new or an opportunity to have a seminar, this year I actually just got off the phone with a group that is going to come and do hemp seminars. Okay, cool. Because hemp is now back in the farm bill. And hemp, not you know the cannabis or the THC <laughs> piece, right. Um, industrial hemp is back as a commodity and people are interested how can <laughs> this add to my farm add to my portfolio right that's pretty interesting yeah so yeah because i've i've seen i mean a couple of the seminars every year and they're always so like there's so many people at them yeah. i mean like with everything going on, on the farm show it's kind of interesting to see everyone just kind of sit down and listen to somebody talk about you know whatever and i saw like they have one on um, women in agriculture going mm-hmm. on this year that's pretty exciting yeah. uh, that's actually an episode i'm hoping hoping to do pretty soon so I absolutely yeah take some notes from that one but um yeah no there's just a lot of just stuff going on everywhere <laughs> i mean like like it's very it's almost overwhelming to somebody who's never been to it i mean like they walk in there there's just like it's two, yeah it's <laughs> 2.6 million square feet yeah it's insane pop, and that doesn't count the roads on the grounds right? right it's there's so much and there's people that we have had people come from non-ag areas and show up and heels and cream suits and go wait this is outside (laughs) well yeah we're pretty clear about it with our pictures but it is fun to see people come and just go hold on a second yeah you know and try to find a seminar or get to an irrigation area and Mm -hmm. exhibitor they want to we have so many great exhibitors it's hard to see them all yeah and even i feel like this is going to be this is going to be my third show since i've come back um and I feel like I haven't really gotten to see our show yet because it's just really trying to get media done and help exhibitors. Right. This year, I might really have a chance to like sit in on a seminar that well, be it would be cool. good for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. No, that's pretty cool. I remember um, my first time ever going to the world. Well, I went obviously when I was little, but I don't remember sure. much of it. But right. I went like my freshman year of high school. I was, you know, I was volunteering for Becca Faye. And just seeing all the planes, mm-hmm. they're, they're uh, you know, landing and all the people coming from, you know, from all over the place and just, like, the immense traffic. I mean, the parking lot is yeah. comparable to, like, 
I don't know. It's, it's Disneyland. Right? Yeah. It's, I know. It's, we, just, it's crazy. It is. It is crazy. And, and just looking at our numbers the last couple of years, so specifically last year, our count was at 106,700 attendees over three days. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's a, it's a good-sized city uh, for three days out here. And uh, 49 states and 63 countries. Wow. And we're always in that 60 to 70 country range. Um, it's amazing. The international opportunities that are here this year uh, for the second year, uh, the Italian Trade Agency will have a pavilion, and wow. they have about 12 Italian companies that are coming. <laughs> they want to do business That's crazy. in ag and in this country, and they've been great to work with. So it's, it's a lot of fun to see what other countries bring, bring to the table, right. how they do something a little different that might solve a problem here, and right. what might solve something in America that might solve a problem for them. And seeing those interactions, it's really interesting. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah, no, that's a lot. That's that's pretty cool. Um, I've like, what's really, what I find really interesting about it, like going back to the foreign, you know, talking mm-hmm. to people from other countries, kind of thing, is really cool to hear because I mean, growing up in Tulare, California, you always hear that oh, we're the breadbasket of the world. I mean, we mm-hmm. grow everything, but you don't really appreciate it until someone comes from like Germany and says, "You guys grow everything." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, really, you guys, you know, you know who we are, and they're like, everyone knows about California and and what you guys do for agriculture, and it's just yeah. like, it's kind of cool to hear other countries, you know just talk about how great you are right. <laughs> not not right. from a conceited standpoint but just like but just, to hear because like i mean sure it's in our backyard but we're used to it so we don't think it's that cool until other people come over and like no this is really cool it <laughs> is it is it's pretty exciting yeah and um going back to your disney comparison to the parking lot i think that the the world dog expo itself is a lot like disneyland you can't get it all done in one day no I mean, there's no possible way to go see every vendor and to go do everything that's that's offered. I mean, you have to sacrifice, you know, you have to try almost like make a list of, okay, I want to hit this, this, and this before yes. I hit anything else. And Absolutely. You go get that done. And that is definitely true. I saw there was a quote in a story where somebody who's been here said, it's like the Disneyland of agriculture. It really going, is. I appreciate that. That's fantastic. <laughs> I don't know if Disneyland will let us say that, but officially. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's, it's really a big compliment. But to your point about, plan your visit mm-hmm. oh my gosh please plan your visit because there's so much and you can actually do that in our app and on oh, our yeah. website so people go in and register they can actually start saving the things they want to see so they can huh. check it off and have a checklist for booths and for uh, seminar sessions and anything that's going on so wow. i've started my list because i know <laughs> the folks that i've talked to throughout the year that i want to actually meet in person right. for the first time and i want to see how their booth looks and i uh, want to sit in on there's a couple of marketing seminars out there about how one of them in particular how to deal with a crisis on your farm huh. if the media shows up right that's not a, all that's yeah. a big issue right now yeah and not every farmer or business person is trained in media and so that's when i just want to make sure we're always doing the right thing or doing the best we can yeah so. no, i think that'd be a really good seminar because that's Absolutely. i mean with everything going on right now with i mean Everyone's a everyone's a journalist now. Right. They have a smartphone. They can Everybody's walk out there a and, camera. Yeah. yeah. They can do whatever they want. I mean, I have a one of my dad's best friends. His dairy. Um, one of his workers, like nieces or something like that. Um, she had to do a, a project for her college, and mm-hmm. so they asked they asked him if they could come in and film on his dairy, and he's basically like sitting there from his window the whole time, just like don't touch anything. Yeah. Don't don't put anything bad. And he had to go tell his workers, you can't touch the cows, you can't even whistle at them. Like you treat those things like they're children. Like you right. cannot do anything to them because like you know it just takes the littlest misunderstanding of what's going on, and the entire farm gets shut down. Exactly, and that and that is a true and unfortunate thing because my brother-in-law my sister and brother-in-law live in Iowa Uh, we grew up here but we had family in Iowa and she met a farmer 
oh, and yeah. decided that's where she wanted to be. And so they've got cattle on site, they've got hogs, and you know he treats those animals like they're his kids. Um, right. It's it's amazing, and that would be the fear that someone wouldn't who doesn't handle animals doesn't understand right. what goes into it every day, and mm-hmm. then. It's really important to keep them calm and keep them happy and oh, be yeah. comfortable. He's stressing right now with the polar vortex. He's got oh, cows yeah. outside. I could imagine. And yeah, these these cows are nice and shaggy. They've got a coat, but it's <laughs> but, a polar vortex. Yeah, there's only so much they can take. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a big issue. Which is another thing I like about the World Ag Expo is that I mean, <laughs> it gives people a really good view of what's going on in agriculture even if they don't understand completely that's a really good place for them to learn it i is. mean you have people everywhere talking about what they do and why they do it you have new technology coming out that's supposed to make jobs easier and more efficient and mm-hmm. and like you know there's always gonna be people that are against them but i mean it's a really good place if you don't know what, what you're like if you don't know what's going on and you want to learn that's where you go to learn absolutely I mean, that's i think it's one of the best learn places. from the source exactly. yeah and that's a big deal this year we'll we're definitely we've uh, and the off-season for World Egg Expo is the on-season for mm. lots of events out here um, at the Agri Center. We have started doing equestrian events. Okay. So f- equestrian folks can run our grounds, and mm. we have an arena inside Farm Credit Dairy Center that we'll put back up after the show. <laughs> um, but we added a tent. So okay. that way horses are not penned up out in the sun all right. summer, you know. Right. And uh, so that meant wow, we got to use it for World Egg Expo. What is this opportunity? Yeah. And so we just finished uh, the final um, hemp is going to be the final folks that are coming in and filling in the schedule. Um, but we do have livestock dogs that will be doing demonstrations <laughs> all three days cool. of the show. Yeah, so three different uh, seminar and demonstrations a day. So if you like dogs and you <laughs> like seeing how dogs can work with livestock, we will have, I believe it's, it's either goat or sh- goats or sheep that they will be herding. Uh, hmm. The east end of the grounds and the new pavilion. Well, that's also where we'll have a nice setup of our antique tractors promoting okay. our antique farm equipment show yeah. that happens in April. So there's lots of fun stuff to see, and it's it's a little bit of everything because farmers and farm life is a little bit of everything. Right. And we do want to serve as much of the family as we can and still meet our core mission of educating and being a platform for business right like expo yeah well i was just talking to chris yesterday about that i mean like it doesn't matter if you're an expert in your field in agriculture there's always something else to learn absolutely i mean like you could be the best citrus farmer in the world and not know anything about dairy right or you can be right. the best you know beef farmer in the world and not even know what a soybean looks like i mean absolutely like it's just a matter of like it's it's important for all the farmers to not only you know, educate the, the public about what they're doing, but to kind of learn from other farmers what, what each other is doing. That way they can kind of, you know, be ready for that. Absolutely. Because, I mean, like, what's kind of sad about it is, I mean, you have, uh, especially with the people who don't really know what's going on, they'll go ask a dairy farmer what's going on on a beef ranch. Dairy <laughs> right. farmer's like, it's I don't know, it's not a beef ranch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We're a dairy farm. Yeah. We do something different. Yeah, a cow's not just all the same cow. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, yeah. and that is funny. I mean, I grew up in this area. I worked in the office of, like, a fruit packing plant, so I know... Mm sometimes some of the things that go on when right. you're doing, running a fruit packing plant. But I was helping my nephew with chores in the Midwest and the calf got out. So oh. <laughs> I got to learn how to help corral a calf. And so <laughs> you just, <laughs> sometimes you get to learn on the job. But <laughs> yeah. it's good exposure. And it's it's that thing of, I wish more people had the chance mm-hmm. to go out and see how hard you know farmers work, that they right. how much they care. And what they're doing to contribute and really be the source of a safe, reliable food system, right. not just for our country, but for the world. Oh, and absolutely. It's, it's a real big deal. So. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I think um, a large part of the – because, like, I mean, 
when you're a middle school or high school or and you're going to the World Life Expo, you're going for all the free stuff. Sure. You're going picking up stuff and you're going to go look at the big tractors and you just want to mess around with your friends. But I mean, like for those of them who are actually listening to what's what's being told to them, I mean, if, if they even take away a little bit of, of what the vendors are selling there, then that's like, you know, that's already a step yeah. closer we are to having those kids actually being educated in, in agriculture. And I think that's a pretty pretty important part of it yeah. too. I mean, a good portion of, of the World Bike Expo is based around, you know, new technology and new equipment that's supposed to be implemented in agriculture. But I think a not may not necessarily be a bigger portion, but probably an equal portion is educating the public about what's going on sure. in agriculture because, you know, like we said, there's a lot of people that don't know they don't, that yeah. it's in their backyard and they still don't know <laughs> what, what it is. Absolutely. And not just agriculture itself, but careers in agriculture. And you right. mentioned earlier um, about we're having a career, it's a career-focused event. It's called Girl by Firm Her, and mm-hmm. it is focused for young women. But, of course, if young men want to also go and learn from some great speakers about how they can grow a career in agriculture, it's a great opportunity, and I think there's a few seats left. But um, that Girl by Firm Her, it's the first time we've had them here, and Firm Her has their own television series on okay. RFD-TV that focuses on women in ag and really telling the stories <laughs> Of agriculture, yeah. what goes on in production, and what are people doing to contribute? And so we're excited to have them here as first-time exhibitors and doing a conference yeah, no, that's awesome. on Wednesday. So, yeah, there's some good stuff going on, and we do want people to find out about careers that really could be open to them right. in ag. Right. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think that that's a really cool opportunity yeah. for a lot of people to learn about mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, so I think we kind of put a pretty good <laughs> establishment on what the farm show is and where it's yes. come from. Um, can you give us any information on what's going to be going on with this farm show in particular? Sure. I mean, you talked a little bit about like the the farm her and mm-hmm. and some of the seminars going on. Can you talk a little bit about you know what's what can we expect from from this year's sure. farm show? So this year our theme is harvesting technology, and there really is just so much happening in that area. Mm-hmm. The big headline is at our opening ceremonies we will have uh, the president of American Farm Bureau, Zippy Duval, will be mm-hmm. here and he will speak for a little bit. We will also have the NASA administrator, Jim wow. Bridenstine here and he um, will speak a little bit at opening ceremonies and then we will have we're working on the final details of a press conference immediately following the opening ceremonies at about 9 30 in the okay. banquet hall that will be addressing what's going on in ag tech how nasa is involved <laughs> and what farmers are adopting both gentlemen will be sharing and wow. and really letting people know media folks that might want to come on in and, yeah. and give a listen find out something new yeah um about what's happening and what the future might be. And so we're excited about that. It really is, it's a great opportunity that NASA is gonna be here. Uh, We have a writer from NASA that is coming out. She had already planned to come. She's gonna be interviewing exhibitors that consulted with NASA or used (laughs) NASA tech to develop their their products. That's pretty cool. (laughs) You know, and that is something that some people outside of ag, you know, more urban settings may not really, yeah, and they may not really understand how much tech is being adopted into agriculture and really helps and it's not just gmos which is also really important and important for a good strong food supply right but also really important to be more efficient mm-hmm. and to to really use land better more we're always looking to use water and land more wisely right we need farmers need it for generations mm-hmm. and so anything that can help you know sustain their uh profitability their land their Everything they do is really important. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm working on an episode right now with one of my teachers on uh, new irrigation methods and technologies coming out because that's going to be a huge 
you know contributor to what's gonna be going on with the whole water issue and yep. and stuff so I think I'm really excited to see yeah. what they have there as far as that Absolutely. goes as well but yeah I, I you know to, to go back to your point about you know it's something that the uh, that the consumer doesn't really understand about what's going on as far as new ag technologies coming yeah. out I mean I didn't I didn't know that NASA was, was helping <laughs> yeah. out the farmers now that, that's Absolutely. news to me yeah but, we're yeah, yeah no, talking about some satellite um, information that some local water districts and, oh, and wow. water authorities are using, too. That, I mean, that's pretty cool. It's amazing. Yeah. So. No, I mean, because, like, your average consumer, your average, uh, you know, just public uh, person in general is going to look at, you know, when you tell them to think of a farmer, they're going to think of somebody in overalls with a pitchfork and the straw right. hat and they're going to be going out milking one cow with one pail. Right. I and mean, that like, is... They have such a lack of understanding of what agriculture is now compared to what it used to be and i i think that part of it is because like when we're all kids i mean we're we're taught what a farmer is because of you know or like mcdonald or you know some very stereotypical stuff yeah which isn't necessarily a bad thing but it's good that as they grow they need to learn what is actually going on absolutely and just like everything else i was a history major you don't learn (laughs) all the details of some history when you're in, you know, second grade. Right. But as you go along, yeah, you learn more, more details. Right. There's depth there. And exactly. that's the thing that, yeah, that's the story that needs to be told. Yeah, about no, exactly. Today. Well, what, why, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned history. What I always learned when I was going through history is there's a, there's an interesting amount of agriculture involved in history as it Absolutely. goes along. So, like, yeah. if, you, if you're learning history, you might as well learn ag, too, because <laughs> yeah. they go hand in hand. They I do. mean, like, if you learn about a majority of, of you know, older presidents were farmers, mm-hmm. and, I mean, a, like, a lot of, of wars were affected by agriculture or affected agriculture in, in one way or another, and, like, there's just, there's so much agriculture and history that flip-flop each other. Yep. Like, if, if you're going to learn one, you have to learn the other, because if Absolutely. you don't, you're doing yourself a disservice. Absolutely. So, yeah, and I think that that's a... a really good point as far as you know the new technology coming out i'm excited to see what people actually take from it Mm -hmm. because you know people see technology now in agriculture and they think that it's just a big old you know factory farm company controlling everything and it's not that's a family farm they should have a robot milker because it's cheaper than having you know an employee that will do the same job i mean absolutely yeah and and not only that it's if a farm is a corporation a lot of times it's it's really more for tax and accounting purposes. Right, exactly. And to protect some assets. Yeah, they're not for the giant, family. you know, right. capitalist it's, corporate like evil, you know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that is that is also an unfortunate stereotype. And you go talk to a farmer, they're a business person that's also their own accountant sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they're doing everything. They're the mechanic. Yeah. So farmers really are kind of that utility middle infielder mm-hmm. that needs to know a little bit of everything and do it pretty well because they've got to keep everything running. And it's yep. it's an amazing skill set. Yeah, no, well, it's kind of funny you say that they're their own mechanic and they're <laughs> their own, uh, because I was just at um, Top Holly over this past weekend at an Ag Ambassadors Conference, an episode that I actually just posted yesterday. Yeah. Was today Friday? On Wednesday yeah. I posted that episode. Yeah. Um, and the, the keynote speaker we were talking to, he was saying, you know, agriculture is not rocket science. It's a lot more complicated. <laughs> that is true. It and is. Then, yeah, because he was saying, you know, a farmer's got to be able to, you know, to predict the weather, predict what the mm-hmm. soil composition is going to be like, predict legislature to, you know, be able to be yeah. the ultimate biologist, environmentalist, and, you know, mechanic, and they have to be able to do all this stuff and still run a farm uh-huh. from, like, from a financial standpoint. And so it's just, like, insane that all the things they have to juggle just to keep everything right, like, they have to be able to predict, okay, we need to plant this crop at this time so that way it doesn't die because there's going to be, you know, frost at this time of year possibly, so we can't risk that. And so Absolutely. it's just, yeah, no, I've always been a firm believer in the idea that farmers are the ultimate biologists, the ultimate environmentalists, the ultimate mechanics. Yeah. They understand everything a lot better than a lot of the actual scientists who right. are studying it because yeah. they have to. It's their yeah. livelihood. Yeah. 
and yeah, and I think that that's something a lot of people don't really understand about agriculture. Something I wish they would really yeah. know. I mean, because that's that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, and it's 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 always interesting, and that's why when I get a chance to go visit my sister and her family, I like being on the farm. It helps <laughs> it helps broaden my horizons for work too. Right. Doing this and relating to folks because it's a lot and it's it doesn't stop when you have especially when you have animals right no exactly it's all the time and <laughs> yeah. your the way you organize your life kind of mm-hmm. revolves around those animals you've chosen <laughs> to keep take care of a living being so yeah. you better do it well yeah no definitely yeah so it's it's interesting but uh this year at the show too you'll see uh definitely our top 10 new mm. products is always popular there's yeah. some irrigation tech there is some uh, dairy tech with some uh, genomic testing. Oh, wow. That's interesting. From Simics, yeah. <laughs> and uh, lots of different things that they have to offer. And we had a big field this year. There was about 73 exhibitors that entered a product. Wow. And they were all really impressive. And, and our judges had quite the time narrowing <laughs> it down to 10. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, but some things like uh, Gus will be back again this year. Okay. The Global Unmanned Spray System. So wow. they'll, they'll be on the east end and the ride drive with their product. <laughs> they are here. They're taking pre-orders. Oh, cool. So they've they've definitely done a lot of work there. But so many great exhibitors. They all have something new. That is right. the fun thing about the show. Every year, everyone will ask, what's the new big thing? What's the new big change? Yeah. And really, a lot of times, you've got to refer them back to the exhibitors. Mm-hmm. They all have a new story to tell. Yeah. Well, it's, it's crazy. You know, every year they have new stuff to bring out. It's like, right. how are you guys doing that? It's so fast. <laughs> it is, and it's impressive, and it's interesting, and it's just so much fun. I know that um, places like Agco, they will have, they're going to come back with some more interactive activities okay. cool. at their space this year. Last year, they had the Backhoe Challenge. Oh, wow. They're bringing that back with maybe a little twist. And they will have um, a little bit of a closed course, a little driving, digging opportunity with some new products they have. <laughs> and there will be prizes, too, is what I hear from them. So oh, that's, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but New Holland has new technology that they're going to be sharing. Um, Case, Case is doing some launching, I think, with a new cab. I mean, John Deere is going to be here. It's just amazing the number of folks that we have that – from the big manufacturers to some of our exhibitors that are tech and mm. might be one or two guys here, but they might have the next best big thing, thing. Yeah, that you have to have on your yeah, farm. So awesome. it's always exciting. Yeah. So. Well, that's great. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your – what are you most excited for out of this year's farm show? <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, I always get to deal with the media, so there's some fun things that sometimes you get to know ahead of time, but also <laughs> just sharing that story and helping them find – that narrative, that information that educates the public, mm. not just the ag community, but you know our local TV and radio stations and writers from all over the world sometimes. Yeah. Just taking that story back so folks understand more about what we're doing is so much fun. And mm. seeing it afterwards and seeing the comments. But really, the biggest thing for me is this next week when the bulk of exhibitors are moving in, mm-hmm. seeing people you haven't seen in a year, seeing them set up and get ready, and getting to talk about what they're excited about and then singing that them at the show oh, yeah. and that coming true. <laughs> like all their hopes and yeah. dreams, the work they've done all year. And for us too as a staff and all of our volunteers, all the orange right. jackets, all the work we've all put in all year actually happening and people enjoying it and showing up and eating all the steak sandwiches and all the <laughs> breakfast burritos. It's an amazing three days and it's kind of sad. It's over so quickly. So quickly yeah. But I'm really glad when it's over because I we all need a really big nap. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's exciting to see it happen. Yeah, no, I I, agree. I think that's awesome. There's so many people I know they're just 
every year they can't wait for the yeah. farm show to come around it's like the you know instead that's that's their vacation is yeah. the farm show you know they don't go to the beach or they don't go to disneyland they go to the world ag expo it's yeah. you know it's awesome it's amazing too not just people that take vacation to come to the show but our volunteers who take vacation to work at the show right they i mean folks enjoy it so much that they yeah they are dedicated to taking time off yes. to come and help attendees and exhibitors where it's whether it's driving a forklift or manning an info booth mm-hmm. or anything that they do to contribute it's pretty cool to see it's really <laughs> yeah. cool and definitely yeah. appreciate it yeah i know i think it's awesome yeah. so is there anything else you want to uh add to i would just say and encourage people to come yeah you know definitely. you can buy tickets now online and if you use the code wae19 you'll get three dollars off awesome each ticket you buy online um, but come on out, check it out. Um, food is by local nonprofits. So when you have lunch here, it's not just supporting, you know, it's it's not just lunch at the show. It's right. supporting a local school or a band or a Lions Club. Right. Uh, <laughs> do things for the community all year. Yeah. Uh, but come on out, learn something new like we talked about, and enjoy the day at the farm show. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think yeah. you uh, put it pretty well. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So I think to thank all of our uh, listeners for tuning in, I'd like to thank uh, – Miss Fox here for helping me with this interview. I appreciate sure. you know all their information and sure, and uh, discussion. Yeah, um, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, and uh, like like you said, they're uh, they can use WAE nineteen. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. and just to go to worldagexpo.org, look for the buy tickets link on the left hand side and nice. Go for so, it. Yeah, so you guys have that special discount there. So yeah, uh, yeah once again, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in and make sure you go to the farm show and i'll be covering it quite a bit i i understand you'll be walking around with aggie and and uh, interviewing some vendors and stuff so you guys can uh, check that out um here well by the time this episode gets up it'll be next week yeah so february 12th through the 14th yeah tuesday wednesday thursday yeah definitely so make uh, make sure you guys uh check that out and thank you so much for tuning in don't forget if you ate today thank a farmer Mm -hmm.